Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Summer Breakfast on SEN. The Good Oil, the Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Twas the week before Christmas, but Sam Edmund and Solomon O'Donnell are still here with you for Summer Breakfast. And if you're listening this morning and you're off to work, the countdown is well and truly on for the end of uh, end of the working year. Well, for most of us anyway. For those of you working through, we wish you well. We'll have you covered right here at SEN, of course. Last couple of days of school out there, Scoob. Um, when you say working through, does that mean sort of Christmas, New Year? Yeah, for those in going in, in that week, which yeah. is, you know, those in the hospitality game, yeah. I, re- I imagine we'll continue through. So Ian Healy's going to join us. Wrap of the first test at, of 8 o'clock. Gareth Hall, we just had to get to Hawley. All things Damien Oliver. What a farewell for the legend of Australian racing. Trip, how did you get involved in racehorsing? Won his last won his last three races on the trot over there in Perth, if you don't mind. Fair old effort from him. Questions of that notice as well. But the good oil rests with the Australian cricket team, mm. Simon, who you put front and square on the agenda this morning, at least. Um, I guess the perception of them, more broadly speaking, is the matter's off the pitch. But on it, well, they can't do a thing no. wrong at the moment. They are at the peak of their powers. Uh, they won... By 360 runs inside four days, they take a commanding 1-0 lead in this series against Pakistan to the Boxing Day test um, in a week or so's time. And uh, they did it quite easily in the end. And the footnotes of this particular outing, Scoob, um, Nathan Lyon surpassing 500 test wickets and David Warner's 164 to silence the critics um, when Australia ended up batting first. Uh, let's uh, have a quick listen, actually. Nathan Lyon, we need to s- spend a bit more time on him, Scoob. Um, and, and this was him speaking after his uh, after the close of play, Australia's victory, and him uh, surpassing the 500-wicket mark. I'm pretty proud. I'm beyond proud. Um, obviously, we've got my family here, some, well, some, some of the family here, my brother and my uncle come over and obviously got my wife and my wife's family so it's pretty special to, to be able to tick, tick off 500 wickets in front of those guys but um, I know to come back from a calf injury and, and do all my rehab and have had this at the front of my mind of uh, how big a milestone it potentially is and um, to be able to come out and do it the first test it's pretty special. So that was Nathan Lyon on SEN Cricket. So all time here now and we know he's in the 500 club for the Australians of Warren McGrath line but all time Murley at 800 Warren at 708. Jimmy Anderson still going at 690. Uh, Kumble 619. Stewie Broad, 604. Then there's McGrath, Courtney Walsh, then Nathan Lyon. And Nathan Lyon's 18 wickets behind Courtney Walsh. He is going to surpass him at some stage. 
And then you're getting up into some of the absolute legends of the sport. So Pigeons 563 came with an average scoop. I was just reading this morning, 21.6. Extraordinary, wasn't it? It is outrageous. So only, I had to have a quick look here, in the top 20, I think only Malcolm Marshall and, and uh, Kurtley Ambrose had a better average. 21.64 mm. for Pigeon. Extraordinary. All, all over the world. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing, those guys. He, so, he bowled just as well on the subcontinent as he did here. Yeah, and Nathan Lyon, 501, uh, I tell you what, it snuck up on a lot of people, I think, the fact that he's been able to do it as he's done it for so long. Um, and Longevity want... of a spinner yeah. helps, doesn't it? So how old is he? I mean, th- this was put to him actually by the boys on SN Crew. We might play this. His love for his want, his desire, his passion, and, and you know, the fact that, you know, well, he's close to the end in the beginning, but when would the end be? This was Nathan Lyon. I've said it many times before that, um, if I can try and get better each and every day and the hunger is there to try and play cricket for Australia and play my role and keep winning games of cricket for Australia, then I'll do it as long as I can. I, I, I love this game. I love this team. I love playing out in, in front of crowds like this today. So um, it's, it's a pretty special group to be a part of and if I can keep doing that, and I'll, I'll do it until I can't walk. <laughs> so he turned 36 a month ago, mm. Scoob, but... I mean, that calf injury aside, which was nasty. I mean, he's, he's regularly described by Paddy Cummins as the most important cog in the bowling lineup. He's the he's the surety. You go there and you know exactly what you're going to get. Um, uh, if you said to me five years ago, six years ago, would Nathan Lyon get 500 test wickets? I would have said no. Mm. I'm still probably a little surprised because he's... Yeah, you know, there's not that um, what what you'd call X factor in in what he does, and and that's I'm not. Yeah, he's I know fantastic, what you're saying. Yeah. But there's there's not the murally X factor or the the worn X factor, but he has X factor. But he he looks like a normal off spin bowler. It's brilliant what he does. It, it is fantastic and interesting. Um, watching yesterday, before he he got his wicket and was sitting. Um, and which comment? I think Kerry O'Keefe picked it up. Mr. Bean to Thor. Yeah, no. Oh. Yeah. But he said, you know, he was bowling 92 and 93 Ks. He's bowling quick. Yeah. And actually, my James said to me, yeah. he's bowling too fast. He's pushing it through There's real no fast. No loop here. No yeah. loop here. And I was watching and just watching. And, and then Kerry O'Keefe said exactly the same thing. So, you know, and then once he got the 500 wicket, his average dropped down to 88 and 89. So it, it was he, he was there was tension there even for him yeah. to get the wicket and he was just pushing it through that bit quicker and then suddenly the the loop returned after the five hundred had been achieved so um, yeah he, he's he's not a prodigious prodigious turner he doesn't often get the ball above your eye line. Has he just been uh, but continually he just gets underestimated? The job done. Has he been continually underestimated? About? Yes. So he just gets the job done. Best figures of eight for fifty, an average of thirty point eight, and and Ravi Ashwin's coming for him pretty hard uh, behind. But he's amongst the greats of the game, yeah. and I don't want to get too far off topic here. And I, I do ask you this question, knowing how pointed it is. So feel free to shoulder arms. But are you having Murali at the top at eight hundred? No, no, I'm not. I've said it before. No, no, I, I can't cop. That. Oh, do you reckon people? Most people are the same. I, I look at it I and just think. I can't cop it. I don't look at that list and think oh, yeah. I am. I look at it and think, oh, merely, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I don't know if there's an asterisk there, but I think, God, is it, mm. is it kosher? 
Is it? Was Daryl <laughs> all those years ago at the G? Oh, it was an ugly scene, wasn't it? But there's, the action wasn't legal, was it? Well, <laughs> it wasn't. Well, let the eyes have it. I, I, with eight hundred plus test wickets, yes, it was legal. It was deemed Cause, legal because that's where he sits. It, he sits oh, okay. as the greatest of all time. Does it pass the typical pub test? Well, now the typical pub test um, does, doesn't have a um, doesn't have a lot of rule and regulation around it, does it? No, it doesn't. No. But I think in the pubs... But it takes away the red tape and all the crap. So if you take away all the red tape and all the crap, I don't think it passes the pub test a lot. Mm. And particularly because Shane Warne sits second. So in every Australian pub, I think... Forget that, No, no. No, no. Yeah, I'm forgetting But I don't think you can forget that. I think that's part of it. Part of it is that Shane Warne sits underneath him and we want Shane Warne to be on top. No, well, I mean, and even that will be eventually broken in time. So nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts... Who's going to break that? Murally. Someone will come along. No way. And not now. After our lifetime. No, I'm not saying necessarily. Yeah, after so our I, I don't think that'll ever be broken. Really? There won't be as much test cricket played. Well, so your longevity good... is going to have to. I was going to say there's more and more cricket being played, but of course there's probably less and less yeah, test yeah, cricket. You're going to have to be, start at 18 and finish at 45. He bowled 44,000 deliveries, merely. And Warney bowled 40,000. Um, so 1992 to 2010, that career, uh, 230 innings he bowled in 7,339 7, overs. It's a heck of a lot of cricket, isn't it? Uh, Steve's in Collingwood. He joins us on the Opalon as we sort through the uh, aftermath and the fallout of the first test between Australia and Pakistan. How are you, Stevie? Good morning, gentlemen. Great. Yourself? We're going well here, mate. We're going well. How's things with you? Are you off work yet or are you ploughing on through? I've been retired for 12 years. Oh, half your luck. Magnificent. Uh, more time to watch cricket. Yeah, um, you just said there before, Simon, that Lyon didn't have Murali's X Factor. Yeah, he doesn't chuck, mate. He's not a chucker. It's as simple as that. And the other one, Davey Warner, as Teddy said, mate, you stuck it up him. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. I think we got your sentiment loud and clear there. There's a few texts coming. Nathan Lyon, right place, right time. Do you think Lyon would have played this many tests if a decent leggy had turned up? That's from Matt in Hunters Hill. But, but uh, he would wouldn't have got in. Nathan Lyon, you can't get him out because mm. he, he just does the job. Whether it be the first innings or second innings, for every test match at some stage, he is the dominant bowler. At some stage, he is the dominant bowler. He, he he's Brilliant what he brings to the table. You know, for your captain to be able to say, oh, yeah, throw it to uh, Gary and he'll just get the job done. And, and they he's, both, he's, the, the quicks help wow. him, but he helps the quicks. So, so this text came, I really think Lyon benefits from the pressure the three quicks put on. There is no relief and he provides none as well with his consistency. They, they are hand in glove. My you can way. rotate the three through one end. He holds up for, you know, the better part of 30 overs at the other end. And you've got a great parent. And, and that's how it works. You know, pe- people, I don't think, understand that enough. The partnership? Yeah, correct. Mm. In bowling, you, you work with partnerships. You, you, and, and building pressure and creating scoreboard pressure, it's fine that, you know, in the end, you look like you've bowled the out, perfect outswing and you nix it. But, you know, there could have been a 40-ball build-up to that mm. where they weren't getting runs, so they reached one a bit wider or, or tried to hit it a bit harder. And that brings around brings about the opportunity for a dismissal. So... Yeah, I think that combination of the four we have at the moment, it's like Stark yesterday was near unplayable. Yeah. Near unplayable. But every 10, 12 balls, he was going to get a wicket. The way, just how he attacked the stumps and attacked the batsmen, 
on the areas where you could see they were a little bit hesitant yeah. whether they went forward or back. It was just brilliant what he did yesterday. Chris in Point Cook, between chucking it and playing on dust bowl wickets for 80% of your career, I'm not copping Murali on top of that list. Jimmy Anderson will play until 70 and take Murali's <laughs> record. Lion Stockball is legitimately volatile, says this text to lots of revs, especially the top spin. So I love the fact we can come in here the morning after a test and you cut right to the chase. Now, the pitch yesterday... Borderline dangerous. Well, I'm interested to see what the ICC says. Before you speak any further on this, this is Pat Cummins, the Australian captain. How the how the wicket broke up relatively savagely on day four. Yeah, it's it's probably a bit more than you ideally want on a day four wicket. Um, but you know, there's a lot of cricket before that to set up the game. So um, yeah, we're playing a lot of wickets where it's really flat, and Philly Boots is a batter, um, and you know here. Yeah, potentially second innings for both teams was more difficult than first, but as you saw, there's plenty of runs to be got out there. Now, obviously, that's Pat Cummins, the Australian captain. Now, obviously, between the two of us, I am a mere novice. I only go from the outside of what I see, and it would appear to me that the curators and the people who prepare these wickets face a very, very high degree of difficulty. In fact, a very narrow hit zone between too boring and flat a road which is what they identified as being the case in the last Perth test, for lack of a better phrase, and then providing the entertainment, but at the danger of tipping off into the farcical. Uh, it would appear to be a very narrow hit zone. I mean, am I, am I being too kind? Am I being too lenient? And, and was the pitch that was prepared there just... Uh, did Australia's dominance maybe save us from something that would have been a bigger talking point? I, I think that was too worn and too unpredictable for a day four pitch. And you know, when you saw you know, television cameras honing in on certain areas, you thought, gee whiz, you know, day four, we've got that. I'm not sure whether it was even equipped for day five. Mm. You know, and probably, how do I justify that? Um, balls keeping low, I, I say, okay, that's just, you know, um, Mother Nature having its way. When balls are dangerous, that's my problem. And they rear so up. I, I have no problem with the ball lifting uh, out of the norm, but not lifting to an extent of a foot and a half to two foot. Well, that it was going to hit you in the hip and then near hit you in the throat. There was a couple that sailed over Alex Carey at the back. Yeah, you know, so th- those sort of things. You know, when you see a world class batsman in Mr. Marsh get hit twice on the helmet by a guy bowling one twenty three kilometres an hour. And one of them, he fair him. He missed it by a metre and a half. Yeah. That's how how it shot off the pitch and, and obviously shot off one of the, the the plates that had become a bit looser on the because of the cracks. Mm. You know, I, I just don't think – I don't think that's acceptable. Give us your feedback on that uh, if you share a similar view. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Phil's in uh, Clyde North on a different matter altogether. Welcome to you, Phil. Yeah, g'day, lads. Uh, couple of things. I just want to mention um, found myself in Caram Downs last night looking for something to eat and I looked across the road to Uncle Drew's Pizza. <laughs> Tell Did not even know the result of the race. I went in there, I mentioned the, uh, the 10% discount that he said and um, yeah, they told me he won it and the, the trophy was sitting there proudly on the bench counter. So good Fantastic. on him. So, uh, so what about this, Phil? The weekend he wins the Phoenix, he's in there still pumping out of wines. He was. I'm pretty sure I saw him jump in the delivery van as well. What a, what a man. What a man. A million dollars richer and he's still back at work. I love mm. it. Good on you, Phil. Phil, what did you order and 
I dare I ask, was it was it any good? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It, it was all right. It passed the test, so good. It was, it was all right. I got the the, the lot and the uh, half half with the barbecue meat lovers. Oh, but, um, I, I wanted to mention uh, Morley as well. Yeah, like, I, I reckon he's. You talk about his action. His action was illegal originally when it was the five degrees, and and they had to change it. And I thought they changed it for him at the time, but when you look back, and they say a lot of the fast bowlers were were above that five degrees as well, and they they had to change it, or they were going to be getting rid of a lot of bowlers. So for me, what there's more of an asterisk with how many games he played against Bangladesh and a, a few mm. of the minnows. That's that's probably the main asterisk for me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Phil. And a few of those texts coming through as as well. I mean, Daryl Hare, the umpire who no balled him famously at the G over and oh. over again. They're getting death threats about that for ages, wasn't he? He was hounded. That was extraordinary. Terrorised. You got you got very little support from here, which yeah. that was the that was the well, actually, interesting. You know, it's that long ago. You sort of you know, it's probably a, a bit of a distant memory, but you know, I, I remember the day he stuck the arm out first, and no one sort of knew what was going on. Oh yeah, and they were asking, and he, you know, he had to sort of say, no, no, it was because your your arm's bent. Yeah, it was that was big news, wasn't it? He'd be a good chat, wouldn't he, Daryl? Here, oh, so he's seventy. I just don't look. He's seventy-one now. Hmm. He'd be a good chat. Go down memory lane with him, wouldn't it? Yeah. And those days are now long gone, aren't they? The, yeah. We we have the the neutral umpires now mm. as well, which that also was a factor as well in the eyes of some. Uh, Phil getting the lot there. Is there a, a bigger Aussie pizza tradition than just going in and saying I'll have the lot? Oh, Supreme, Aussie. Aussie. Oh, yeah. I had a mate who used to order an Aussie no egg. Get your head around no that. No egg. So that's not an Aussie. That's just a, that's that's just meat on a pizza. <laughs> just the Ch- shredded ham and that's and it. No, it didn't even have cheese. cheese. The, the Aussie doesn't have cheese. The Aussie's just the ha- shredded ham and the egg, isn't it? No, no, it's got cheese. Has it? Yeah. I'm not sure it does. It's got cheese. Oh no. We're getting off topic. This is this is now the uh, now we're going down to the where you have a server with chips. Disgraceful order, the Aussie. You just don't order it. Uh, SEM breakfast for Melbourne Airport parking. Nothing beats Melbourne Airport's terminal parking. Mushroom, onion, Book online. That's not the Aussie. No, I know, but I'm thinking of the one I like best. Oh, okay. Summer and country racing. uh, You want to visit country.racing.com. Back after this. I don't mind pizza for brekkie.